Bitches on my dick, pretty like a transgender. Bitches on my dick, pretty like a transgender. Hello, bitches on my dick, pretty like a transgender. Sorry, I thought I was finished, but I actually have to repeat that three times. I have to repeat it three times every time I say it because what a fucking bar. Shout out to JT, free JT, even though she's free, but still, free her every time because what the fuck? Genius. Hi, everybody. Hello, hello, hello. It's been a long time. I shouldn't have left you without a dope beat to step to. Step to, step to, step to, took a step to, step to. Fricka, fricka. For real, it's been a long time, guys. I'm sorry. I'm sorry that I've not been around for uh, for a month now. I can't remember the date of the last release, but it's been a minute. I have been going through it. <laughs> I have been going through it, guys. I have been going through it, but I've survived. And I'm trying to keep positive. <clears throat> I've got so many great things going on, as well as shit things. So, trying to remember that and keep it cute and keep it positive. But um, right now, I am in Leicester. I'm in Leicester. My mum actually had major surgery, but Wahiguru, she is absolutely good. She's healing and I'm just here to support her. But being in Leicester for this amount of time, feels like a punishment i don't know what i did wrong i don't know but here the fuck we are here we are how are we all doing guys i hope we're good i hope we're feeling positive about 2023 and if not i hope it gets better but i'm here to entertain you and give you tea and content in the meantime i myself have been very busy apart from the personal stuff like I just spoke about, amongst other things. There's also a lot going on in my professional life. <laughs> um, Pussy Palace won the DJ Mag Award for Best Club Event of the Year. To be honest, it should be Best Club Event of the last five, six, seven years because you know how the fuck we do. But yeah, you know, that is where it's at. That is where it's at. Have also... <laughs> Guys, I've got music coming out, finally. A lot of you lot know me as a DJ, an event producer, or just a gobshite, but I actually am a musician. That is my main passion in life. I've just parked it whilst my tits have been growing because, um, you know, that can be distracting. But I'm ready. It's time. We're coming out with a banger. Well, it's an interlude. It's it's an interlude. It's a little reintroduction to myself as an artist and a little taster, teaser of what I'm cooking up to be dropped later in the year. But um, written, produced, performed by myself. So, so excited for you lot to hear that. Keep an eye out on my socials. You will get all the tea there. But yeah, what else did I want to say? Let me look in me fucking not oh i wanted to touch on something that i spoke about in the last episode so in the last episode sorry by the way if i sound a bit extra raspy i've been vaping i haven't smoked weed since new year's eve it is now the 11th of january so wow 
wow, I never thought this could happen. But here we are. I'm very proud of myself. But I have been vaping. I have been vaping instead. It is a gateway to me just not smoking anything or putting anything in my mouth. <laughs> That's cat. But it, 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 it's been making my voice a little bit raspy. So yeah, there is that. What was I saying? Yeah, I wanted to revisit the question that I answered at the beginning of last episode about whether I feel like men and people in general hold us to a higher level of femininity than cis women as trans women. And initially I was like, meh, I don't know, I don't think so, I don't know, I don't know, meh. But actually, (laughs) they do. I really believe that they do. Not everybody, again, I do stand by my point about it being more so fetishizers and people that just don't get it that that aren't yet understanding that we are just women outside of being fucking sexual beings some of us not all of us some of us are asexual or not sexual at all i envy you people how do you do it but um because basically my laser package has run out And the existential crisis I had. (laughs) Because I was like, wait, no, no, I cannot, I cannot, I cannot. A little bit of fluff here or there sometimes cool, but if, if I cannot raise the money for this laser package to be renewed, what the fuck am I going to do? Everybody, and this was what was running through my mind, Everybody is going to think I'm a man. That is what was running through my mind. And I'm sure that cis women have similar feelings, but I think that as a trans woman, it's deep. It runs deep. So, yeah, I just kind of wanted to correct myself because on reflection, I feel like maybe I was just, yeah, I wasn't fully deep in the things that we go through and the pressures and the stress that comes with, yeah, having to be at a certain level of femininity all the time, or at least feeling like you have to. And that is absolutely more time projected by people outside of ourselves. So, yeah. I um I just wanted to share that also because if anybody wants to donate to <laughs> to my funds of my laser, please my cash up and my PayPal stay in my bio. But speaking of emails, messages, etc., etc., <clears throat> I did want to read out a beautiful, beautiful message that I got after the last episode. Let me just find this. Hold on. Okay. So, I received this beautiful DM on Instagram and the babe has said that I can post this. So, let me not post it, sorry, read it out. So I just want to read it out because it gave me some really beautiful insight as to how this podcast and these conversations can actually be relatable to people outside of the trans community um, in different ways. And that was something I didn't think about. So I just wanted to share it. It made me feel really beautiful and good. 
and yeah. Hello Maya, my name's Beep. I hope you're having a nice day. I just wanted to message you about your podcast SNC to tell you how much I like it. I've been following you for a while. I remember the first time I saw you was at a colour factory night. Don't remember what it was because I was high as fuck. Lol, relatable. Um, That was me that said lol, relatable, not this person. You were behind the decks and I thought you were so, so pretty. I was trying so hard to find your Insta the next day. Ha 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 ha. Thank you. I'm a South Asian girl too. And some of the things in your podcast are related to a little bit. The past few years of my love life have been dating white guys from backgrounds completely different to me. And I always had that feeling that they weren't proud to introduce me to their friends and our lifestyles just didn't match. I always felt like I was being hidden and had my heart broken a lot because of those things. It's hard to feel like my background, something I've always been so immensely proud of, seems to be the reason why these boys can't love me enough, even though I do everything I can for them. But at the same time, I'm a cis girl. <coughs> Woo! The lost Mary is making me lost. Let me go back. But at the same time, I'm a cis girl, and I realize the level of privilege that comes with that as well. I just wanted to say that listening to your podcast has given me such a deep insight into what our trans sisters experience and I wanted to say thank you so much for that. I have beautiful friends close to me who are trans women of colour too and they have told me how your podcast has really helped them feel seen and heard. That nearly made me cry when I read that. So thank you so much for what you have done for them. I've been talking to them about some of the points I've listened to in your podcast and I feel like through having these conversations, I've been able to learn more about their love lives and they have really opened up to me. <laughs> I'm actually going to cry reading this again. Oh, I just wanted to say, I think you are really, I think you really are very intelligent and articulate and you're doing such an amazing job. I wish you all the success with it. Thank you so much, you beautiful babe. Like, I really needed to read that message when that message came through. So all I can say is thank you so friggin' much. And I hope things get better for you with your dating life. Um, You know, I don't discriminate racially against dating people. If you like white men, you like white men. I would dig into why it seems to be exclusively white men. Because there was a point in my life where I was exclusively dating white men, believe it or not. But it was when I was presenting and living as a gay man. Um, and I was just desperately trying to find a way to survive. And the gay scene, not the queer scene so much, but the gay scene is so fucking racist. Um, and South Asians are desexualized so much in that community. So I felt like I needed to be with a really hot white guy to be validated. And I was so indoctrinated by that train of thought that I literally like wouldn't even look twice at anyone that wasn't white. And um, yeah, it took me it took me finding my queer POC community to really come out of that. I'm not saying that this will be your tea. This might literally just be what you like. But if it's not working for you, sis, I think maybe, yeah, dig into it a little bit. You actually didn't ask for my advice at all. So um, also feel free to just tell me to shut the fuck up, bitch. Nobody asked you because really and truly nobody did. But 
it hurts me to know that you're going through these things and I just hope that yeah there is I know that there's better for you and I hope that you find it whether it's with a white black brown man doesn't matter but I just hope that you start to get loved in the way that you clearly deserve to be because I have only read that one message from you and I already know that you're an incredibly insightful, beautiful person with great taste, by the way. <laughs> great taste, because not you saying you thought I was so, so, so pretty. <laughs> yes. Yes. Love to hear it. But guys, oh shit. Sorry, my friend's here. I'm going to have to get back to this. BRB. Okay, I'm back. Back, 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 back it up, back it up. That wasn't that. I thought that song was gonna bang a lot more, but sometimes you know my freestyle game, my freestyle game is just not. It's not there. So um, apologies, but yeah, just got a beautiful visit from one of my besties for the resties. Cardio, shout out to Cardio, big up Cardio. Ow, you will notice um her family cassette tapes in the music video that is coming out by the way I didn't even tell you guys the release date 2nd of February as it stands that is when you lot will hear what I'm about musically so save the date save the date but yeah Cardinal is one of my best friends um she lives right here in Leicester and so, yeah, she is, she's someone that keeps me sane whilst I'm here. So, hi, Kajal. Love you so much. Hello. Thank you for visiting. I'm now back upstairs recording my podcast, just like I told you I would be. Because I am a bitch of my word when it comes to my work. I'm actually really proud of myself because, honestly, I was like, babes, I really can't bother to, 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 to go back up and carry on recording this podcast and she was like no you have to stop being a dumb bitch I'm going now and you're gonna go record the end of your podcast intro and so here the fuck we are and that is not because I don't love doing this I love doing this I love talking to you guys I'm just tired oh there's just so much going on it's like what the hell what the hell who told me that it would be great to have this many projects on the go nobody did I'm just a dumb bitch but here we are. Hopefully it will pay off. Anyway, what else did I want to say before I get in to the episode? Oh, I wanted to talk about this, guys, because this is so fucking interesting. Did you hear? Okay, so for those of you that don't know, Pornhub does like a roundup every year of like their stats and stuff. And I don't know if you heard, but trans porn has gone up in popularity by 75% in 2022, guys. I don't know what that's down to. I think a lot of it is down to this podcast now. I'm joking, joking, but probably a lot to do with Mbappe (laughs) and just a lot to do generally with our increased exposure in the media on social media TikTok whatever it is I'm kind of loving it I'm kind of here for it give the trans porn girls their money ASAP thank you and guys 
because it isn't just trans women porn that has gone up it's trans men and trans folk in general so I'm glad the world is finally understanding that we are where it's at honey we are where the fuck it's at but moving on to this episode guys (laughs) guys this episode is like it's it's actually super personal. <laughs> it's actually super personal. I'm kind of not nervous to put it out, but a little bit nervous to put it out because me and this man have history. We have history. And I think for the first time, I'm really delving into my personal relationship with the person that I'm talking to. Um, He was a very substantial part of the early part of my transition, the early step of my transition. Speaking of, by the way, this week marks one year and six months since I started my hormone replacement therapy. (laughs) My titties have been growing for 18 months, guys. I think when I drop this episode, it will be on the 14th of February, the 14th of July, 2021, was when... I got my hormones and took them for the first time. So, yeah, I think I will release it on the 14th, which is this coming Saturday, I believe. Just because, you know, we love synchronicity. Um, So, yeah, that is amazing. But, yes, this guy that I'm talking to on this episode, Jeevan, is his name his fake name you will hear a lot of beeps in this episode that's one thing you will hear because I keep calling him by his real fucking name because the conversation just was flowing so naturally I kept forgetting what his what his fake name was but to compensate for that his voice is not distorted unless between the time of me recording this intro and the time of me putting it out he has a random change of heart His voice is not distorted. So yeah, that will make up for the eight or nine beeps that you will hear. Because I do fuck up eight or nine times in regards to his name. But you know, we're not all perfect. I'm just very, very close to perfect. So, (laughs) so, (laughs) that was half a laugh, half a cough. Allow me. Um, Yeah, this episode is juicy as fuck. Juicy as fuck. One thing I do want to say, listening back, is you'll hear us talk about a fuck-up that happened in our little situationship, and we reflect on it and go back and forth. And listening back, I just feel like maybe people are going to think I went too easy on him and I didn't delve too much into the very trans-specific way that I think he treated me in the little fuck up era that we had and why it offended me so much specifically as a trans woman but rest assured we've had this conversation so many times before recording um just over the past year or whatever so um that's why I guess I just kind of forgot to delve into that bit of it you know as usual we were waved so um so yeah please don't think I went too easy well if you think I went too easy on him that is fair enough but I just want you to know that behind closed doors honey 
he got disciplined and not in a fun way for him it was just a lot of talking at him which honestly guys seem to hate when I do so yeah he got punished don't worry um another thing I want to say is that listening back I also realized that at one point I say I'm a trans woman that likes women that is just a slip of the tongue I meant to say likes men I don't know if that's some sort of wishful thinking or manifestation that I was subconsciously putting into the air most likely so because men make me more and more sick every day I'll be so fucking real so fucking real speaking of my detox has gone quite well can't lie I haven't had that many blips so still going strong but um, that's massively fueled by the way that men make me feel more and more sick every day. Sorry to the men that are listening to this. I know that I actually have a lot of secret men listeners. You know, I love you really, unfortunately, for me. But yeah, guys, this episode is hot. A lot of plot twists, a lot of chemistry. I really am starting to think that, and I'm sure I'm not alone, that I am just a hoe because how can I have this much chemistry with this much guys it's kind of it's kind of like I feel like I'm baiting myself out but here we go sometimes sometimes you just gotta ride your hoe phase guys you just gotta ride it out and you and and you connect (laughs) with multiple people at one time it's just how it is sometimes but you know I'm waiting to be wifed up honestly like please Come wife me up, somebody. I'm so tired of the streets. I'm actually tired. I mean, I don't want I don't want to settle down right now, don't get me wrong, but I would like to settle down maybe for like six to eight months. Oh, that feels quite long. For three to six months, you know. I wanna have a collection of exes, official exes, before I really, really settle down. But I'm really I'm ready to start that journey. So honestly, guys, please start trying to girlfriend me because I'm over this. I'm over it. But yeah, I'm just going to let the episode speak for itself. Jeevan is a fucking star, such a good sport. And I have nothing but amazing things to say about him. I think a lot of you lot are going to fall in love with him (laughs) through this episode. And I don't blame you because he is a man that I really, really think gets it. Also, I want to dedicate this episode to my baby, Jasira. My baby, happy belated birthday, because I did promise them that I would try my absolute best to release this on December 29th, which was their birthday, but um, yeah, you know, bitch, life lifed, and that was not able to happen, but this episode is for you regardless. They actually told me something so cute that now them and their friends instead of saying dl they'll be like oh you mean low key because <laughs> the episode one with marcus big up marcus big up marcus um this is actually probably my favorite episode alongside the marcus episode that i've recorded so far because yeah episode one will always have a special place in my heart because marcus was just a legend and also it was my first one and I just I owe so much to him for just starting that that journey. But this episode, guys, episode three, oh, we're just going to get into it. We are just going to get into it. It's a little bit longer than usual as well, because you know what you deserve. I've been neglecting you. So here the fuck you are. As always, this is Straight No Chaser by Maya Memi. 
featuring Jivan. How? See, you're the one who's nervous. That ain't me, mate. Look. I'm not nervous, baby. I'm just well, professional. I'm just a guy like me. Oh, look. Like, of course you're going to be fucking nervous. Oh, do you really want to disguise where you're from? Okay, it's a big place. We're recording, Han. Essex is a big fucking place. Can you get on the mic? Yes, on the mic. Jeevan on the mic. Jeevan is on the mic, everybody. Jeevan is on the mic. This is going to be a hell of a ride. Hello, Jeevan. Welcome to Straight No Chaser. Thank you for having me. Straight No Chaser by Maya Memi. Didn't even let me finish my sentence. Yes. Can't wait for this. (laughs) No, but honestly, okay, all jokes aside, Jeeves. Thank you for being here. Uh, my pleasure. Um, obviously, we've been trying to do this for a minute now. And the time has finally come. And I think, how long have... When was the first time that I asked you, actually, to do this podcast? I'd say probably about six months ago. Wow. No, maybe maybe four months. But, but did you yeah, say yes straight away? You, you, I, I did. Like... No, I did. Yeah, of course I did. Yeah, of course I would. Why wouldn't I? I can't remember if you did. I think maybe I needed to convince no, you. No, no, no. It was just it was just about finding a bit of time to do it. That's all. No, yeah, that's right. It's just the scheduling. Because I was away for it, wasn't I? Right. I well, well. Thank you for being here. I'm glad that I'm glad that you are here. But basically, G to the E to the E to the V to the A to the N. Actually, it's a J. Same motherfucking thing. <coughs> Before we talk about, you know, the reason that you're really, really here, I, what I like to do is let the listeners just get a bit of a vibe as to who you are. So what I'm first going to ask you, Jeeves, and I don't ask people like their age or where they're from and all that kind of stuff anymore because I realise like it kind of makes things a little bit bait. So we're just going to go straight in with the... And then you can choose how much to disclose or how much not to disclose. We're gonna go, we're gonna go straight in with that. Jeevan is doing some crazy Whoa, shit. Easy, easy. Crazy shit with the mic right now. Jeevan is defo tipsy. You need to relax on the beers, bro. Because guess what? We have a whole interview to get through. Right. Um. Basically, Jeeves, tell me, what is a day in the life? of Jeevan like and I'm talking I want to know from the minute you wake up to the minute you go to bed what are the steps right so a day in the life of uh, of Jeev right so obviously you wake up like a normal person <laughs> um if we're talking about weekdays I probably wake up about 6 30 wow uh, yeah early obviously because I work um yeah like nine to six so I've got to be up so I don't know. So I wake up at let's say six thirty. I wake up, right? Sorry, I just had to take my headphones off. They're pissing me off. Carry on. Do a bit, do a bit of stretching, right? Because got to stretch in the morning. Obviously, after that, I'll make a coffee. Down the morning coffee, you know, and get your day started. You know, think about what you want to do for the day, what your plans are, what your goals are, and all that shit. And then yeah, about seven, have a shower, fucking get ready, right? I was waiting for that step. Thank you. Right. Have a shower, get ready, leave the house at about eight o'clock, get to work, work, you know, finish work, have a pint after work, get home at about eight. Do you have a pint after work every weekday? Not every weekday, but I'd say, yeah, probably about 
maybe two, three times a week, probably. Okay, cool. That's that's. Which not is not. I know it's not good, but no, I don't think that's an unhealthy amount. Depends how much pints we're talking. Two. That's all right, babes. That's okay. Two I points. think that's okay. On I'm average. not an expert, but I think that's all right. Fair play. Right. So yeah, have have two pints. Go home eight o'clock. You know, get undressed, relax a little bit, chill. So you chill naked? No, no, not fucking get undressed and get dressed again tonight. Oh, okay, cool. Fucking hell, I ain't got to say all the details, all right, fucking hell. <laughs> right, anyways, get undressed and then hopefully get dressed again. Um, and yeah, you know, just chill, put something on, cool. do a bit of other work on the side, sleep at about 11. It's a pretty shit day, I'll be honest. It's a pretty like, the typical nine to five sort of stereotype, that is basically what it is right now. But fuck it, you got to do it, right? Sometimes. No, for real. But also, yeah. it sounds like you're doing work-life balance, which is good because you have your little pints, you know? That's hot. That's cute. But to be fair, though, the pint, like, the pint sort of, you know, if you're, if you're there for eight, nine hours a day, and sometimes even more, right, the pint sort of justifies it. No, 100%. No, I'm mean. not judging you for the pint. No, 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 I'm not saying you are. I saying... have a zoo every day after yeah, yeah, yeah. after work or whatever I'm doing. So why did I say work like that? Like what I do isn't really work. Guys, I promise you I work. I'm not out here jobless. Lads, Maya is a very hard worker. I'll tell you that. Thank you. In more ways than one. Okay. Queen. All right. <laughs> Oi, don't think... Oh, listen, yeah. You think you've got me on this podcast. I'm going to fucking get you back. Oh, okay. I'm going to ask as many questions as you ask me. Okay, let's go, baby. I'm ready for that. And that's what I enjoy. Okay, cute. So, sounds like a good, cute, cute little routine you got going on there. I love it. And, okay. What what gets you... Oh, actually, wait. I had one of the questions. You said you watch stuff. What's up? What, what are you watching right now? Bro, I'm not going to lie. I'm a massive sports guy. So most days it's just highlights of like games and shit, like mm. cricket, football, tennis, whatever you say, right? Say I'm at work and there's a game that's been happening while I'm at work, right? I'll literally go home, put the highlights on, you know, and just chill, like, you know, relax, bit of music. That's it, nothing major. I'm not really a series or movie kind of person. Okay, cute. You know? Yeah. That is so, that sounds like my worst nightmare, but that is hot for you. I think sporty guys are hot. Yeah, but sporty guys though, like, don't get me wrong, I'm not a, I'm not a guy who plays sports, right? I just mm. fucking watch them. Mm. So, you know. But I think that I think they can be two in the same because a lot of guys are out here playing sports and it's like, for what reasons, sir? You're shit. <laughs> <laughs> you <play>. know? <laughs> so, sometimes just watch. So, final question of the essence segment in which we're supposed to, you know, get a vibe for who you are. If money was no object, so this whole safety and security thing was a non-issue, what would you be doing? I thought about this before. People have asked me before. My answer is, I'd actually be a detective. (gasps) Yeah, I would. Because I feel like you want to do something that you actually enjoy, right? And I like, or I imagine I'd like, sort of you know questioning things and sort of finding why certain things are happening right but what type of detective like a criminal detective but fuck the police yeah i know but i'm not saying i'm trying to be a police i'm just saying i want to get behind certain things right oh okay cool could be anything you know just yeah detectives i hear i hear that i think detective is fun but i just hate any association to the police but i do think detective like finding out like solving mysteries would be fun yeah of course okay cute 
just outside the police force. Maybe you could be a PI. Maybe. That would be hard. Maybe. Yeah. We could still we could still do something if you as a PI. Yeah, if he's working for the Met, it's a block <laughs> and delete. I'll keep that in mind. Okay, cute. Um, so I would describe you as someone who Here you go. Is quite an instrumental part in like the beginning experiences to dating for me as a trans woman. Mm. Um, are you, well, you are aware because I've told you this quite a few times, but how does it make you feel that you're the first man that ever took me out on a date? Oh, I feel... The Maya Memi. Let's be, let's be clear yeah. who we're talking about. Me. Did you get it? Like, I didn't know. That. I thought it was about someone else. How does, it make, how does it make you feel that you were the first man to take me? No, listen, I, I actually feel quite proud because like... I didn't know that I was the first like, man who took you out on a date until, I don't know, six months after I actually took you out. Right. So I felt proud. I was like, yeah, fuck it. You know, I, I, felt, I felt like an explorer or something, you know, like like in, in terms of, you know, like, Excuse a, me? like, hang about, hang about, like, like a pioneer sort of, like the first person to discover a new land or something. Oh, okay. Like not Christopher Columbus. Yeah, course, You're not yeah. doing yourself no favours on this interview, bro. From the police to the colonisers, <laughs> like, I'm not, he's not white, by Start the way. He's, he's not doing a great job at letting you know, but he isn't white. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, I hear that. And what, what about it, what about that made you feel proud? Is it because you thought, yeah, talk to me about that. No, I'll tell you what, no, I felt happy because it's like, you know, someone in their life is making a transition, right? And mm. let's be honest, it's not an easy thing to do. I wouldn't know about it, but I understand that it can't be the easiest thing to do. You've got all these factors that people, whatever it is, right? Mm. But to be the first person to sort of say, right, fuck all that. Mm. You know, I see you for what you are, right? And I'll, you know, I'll, I'll go out of you get dinner, get lunch, whatever it is. And if like, I'm not really bothered about if people are looking or what people are saying. Mm. I'll tell you a story later, which I, which I haven't told you about now, but if it comes up, I won't obviously mention it, right? But like, I just felt happy. I was like, look, someone's making a transition. They're trying to be what they actually, or trying to sort of portray what they actually are. Yeah. And I've been a part of that. Of course, I'm going to be fucking proud of it. I hear that. So I saw, like, in a way, like, I feel like I was sort of, maybe I'm wrong, right? But I might have aided that person's transition right and saying you know what fuck it yeah guys will take you out you definitely that's a beautiful way to look at it and honestly like you should feel proud you should feel happy and you should feel like that's that you know that you did a nice thing because you did do a nice thing i don't want to sound charitable you know because it's like you weren't like oh poor you let me take you on a date you wanted to take me on a date (laughs) let's be very clear honey he was running me down no comment but (laughs) but um but but I do think yeah it is a beautiful thing that that you didn't even know that you were doing but you did and that's why I will always hold you in high regard and have fond fond memories and feelings towards you because that and it was a great day yeah no it was it was it was a great day my yeah. man kept telling me I looked like snoochie shy yeah. and honestly it was all uphill from there like how can you how can you go down from there it was amazing no for the record lads I did actually say that. <laughs> so that's not a lie that is true what can i say honey I, i'm just i resemble a lot of bad bitches because i am one so yeah makes sense but um what was the story you wanted to tell me yeah the story was yeah it was that obviously i, I must have driven down or something yeah to, to see you and i think as we were walking to the car 
Yeah. There was this this guy. He was like, you're just staring at us. I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. You know, so like that sort of stigma of sort of being with a trans person, right? I know that because I remember that because you told me in the moment. Did I? Yeah. All right. And that's funny because do you know what? It's funny that in your head you didn't tell me in the moment because I wish that you hadn't have. Yeah. And when I tell people about the tell people about the date, I am I am always like, yeah, the first time I went out with a guy, it was actually really really nice. And they're like, oh, did anyone say anything? And I'm like, oh, there was one person that looked, but I didn't see it, but he saw it and he told me, and I wish he didn't tell me. But let's be honest though, right? I'm, the way I see it is like, why the fuck, right? Does it matter to me what someone else is doing, mm. right? If someone else is a certain way, if they're gay, if they're straight, if they're trans, whatever they are, for goodness sake, right? how the fuck does it affect me? Mm. And and especially like, how can it affect me to such an extent right, where I've got to look at them or I've got to say something or I've got to fucking, you know, whatever it is, right? It's not my business. Mm. So that sort of pissed me off, which you probably realised at the time. I didn't yeah. like it. I don't like this. It's my business. It's your business. It's not fucking someone else's, you know, you know, sort of, like no one's got a right to sort of look at you and say, right, I, I'm going to judge your life based on what my opinions are. Like, that's just bollocks. No, that's the tea. And, um, but yeah, so you did tell me. I guess then, did mm. you just tell me because you were angry and you just wanted to tell someone? Yeah, well, I was angry, wasn't I? Yeah, I hear it. Because, um, yeah, I just, I find it like, uh, that was a, yeah, that was not a cute, that was not a cute moment. But you handled it, you handled it well. But if I'd known now that, that by saying it, it would have pissed you off, then I wouldn't have said it. Yeah, it didn't piss me off, but it's just like, oh, I didn't need to know that. If yeah. I didn't see it, you could have withheld that information. Yeah, no, no, fair play. Yeah, yeah, right, yeah, right. And I feel like sometimes guys do that. I don't think that you did that for this reason, because I could tell that you were just really impulsively like active, off, yeah. acting off emotion. But sometimes guys do that because I think that they want to be like, oh, look, like... I care about you because I'm angry about something, but it's like, babes, but you're angry about something that I wasn't even privy to, bro. Yeah, now of course, yeah. You just shat on my day. To be fair, I didn't even know that I told you. So I mean, I'll be real. It didn't really affect me that much because yeah, I still yeah. had a great time. And also, I just don't really care about those things. Why like, should you? It's not like I live in a world where I think people don't yeah, look at me. But, um, yeah, that's so interesting that you remember that. No, yeah. it, was a good, it was a good date. It was a good little sort of, you know, first date, meet someone. Get to know someone here. It was nice. I liked it. It was cute. And so, where where did it go wrong? Should we get into that? Hang a bag. Yeah. You fucking go wrong. Nothing went wrong. Should we get into that? I'll tell you what Chiefs. went wrong. Right? You ignored me for about three months. I did not ignore you for three months. No, I'm joking. I'm, I'm making shit up. But go on. Why don't you tell the audience where it fucking went <laughs> wrong? Since I know that's where you're going towards based on that question, right? Okay. So, no. Okay. Do you know what? Before we get into that, let's do a little intermission of the of the memory lane trip. Boom. Let's leave, leave them one in that story, hun, because it's a juicy one, it's a juicy one. And there are two sides and they don't align. And I think we're going to let the audience decide what side they think is the truth. Um, but <laughs> face, I'm screaming. He looks scarred. But how many times are you gonna say my fucking name? Fuck you, know. Oh my god. We do that, please. I'll just go. All right. Yeah. Do you know what it is? You you need to. Do you know what it is? I, I know what it is. Yeah, it's because I make you feel so fucking comfortable. This is my assumption, right? Because the conversation feels natural. You're saying my real fucking name. That's what it is. Yeah, that's how that is what it is. That's how that's how it was. That's how it's been with with a few of these interviews. I think the people that 
Yeah, sometimes. But that's a positive sign, though. It means that you're actually having proper conversation. Well, you're my friend. Yeah. We're friends. Been friends, friends and benefits, lads. Remember that. Um, there are there haven't <sighs> been any benefits for a while. Do you think? Less, um, less not, less not. Next. Anyway, uh, <laughs> um, cool. So, what was I just gonna ask? Oh yeah. Intermission. So intermission. I want to take a little intermission from the memory lane trip, and obviously, yeah, you know, leave the people wanting, wanting the rest of that story because it is a juicy one. But in the meantime, what I just, I just want to give a little bit more context as to your the place that you're in in the journey of a man that is into trans women. So obviously you took me out on a date mm. and I'm interested to know how many dates had you been on before that with trans women? Because obviously by mine, you was very comfortable and it was, you didn't seem like you was new to this. No, listen, the truth is, right, is that in my honest opinion, right, and this is, this is me saying the honest truth, is that I don't see any distinction or any difference, right, between a trans woman and a cis woman. So if you're going to ask me how many trans women you, have you been with, I don't see it as a different experience. I'm not talking about sexually. No, no, no. That's no like yeah, of course, question, yeah. But I'm talking about like um, in terms of dating. About three. Oh, cute. Okay, cute. And so what, talk to me about your, okay. Talk to me about your first date with a trans woman. Because I know you're saying you didn't see any difference. You don't see any difference. See anything difference. If we're, be, if we're yeah, being yeah, completely yeah. honest, there is a difference. You know, like in terms of just how we're treated in society even and how we're viewed mm. in society. So you must have been aware of that the first time you took a girl out. What how was that for you? How did it come about? And then how was how was your experience like for you? I suppose there was there was an element of, you know, not knowing exactly how it's gonna be like, mm. which is natural. But also there was you know, it's like fuck it, it's something new, right? Like you're excited, you want to try something new. In terms of the you know the sort of people that you're around, yeah. right, and um, sort of experience it. But yeah, it wasn't massively different. Like they, you know, they, you know, you you know, you all think the fucking same, right? right? <laughs> Cis and you know, you all act the same, you all think the same, you all sound the fucking same. Listen, mate, look, if if it looks like a duck and it sounds like a duck, right? It probably is a fucking duck. I'm fucking screaming. I love that. That's just the way it is. So yeah, you can ask people like, is it, do you feel different? Well, no, not really. Because I just see it the same. So. Okay. You know? I hear that. I hear that. I, so was this, was this, was this trans woman that you took out for the first time, was she like quite passable in terms of, did she? You know, did yeah, you... I know what you mean. Uh, yeah, you could say, yeah. So, so did you? Was there any weird experiences on that day? Like, did you feel like the, that people were looking at you? Or well, I mean, yeah, passable in, to an extent, but the same. Yeah, of course, people fucking look. Okay. You know, of course, that's that's just normal. But like, doesn't bother me. Okay. It don't bother you. Not my fucking problem. If that's you're hot. listen, mate, if you're losing sleep or if you're getting um, concerned over what I'm doing, mate, and I couldn't give two shits about what you're doing, then who's, you know, who's really got the insecurities? Not me. That is too. That is tea. That is hot. Wow. You're going to be swimming in pussy after this. I mean, Jeevan. You're going to be swimming in pussy but after this, Jeevan. That's what I fucking like to hear, baby. Come on. So, Jeevan, talk to me about when was the first time you saw a trans person slash 
how did you discover your attraction to trans people? I don't know. I suppose it was just like just social media. I suppose like you just you see a certain group of people, and you just see them as the same. You're like, fuck it, why not? What's the difference? And no, because if you're attracted to cis women, then why shouldn't you be attracted to trans women? It's a similar sort of. There's no major difference, right? Yeah, all right, all right, all right, all right. We get all that now. I told you you're going to be swimming in pussy. You can allow the sweet yeah, talk now. Yeah, no, listen, this is for you I'm know. talking about before all of that, honey pie, before you even knew what a trans person was. There's no way in hell that you just saw a chick with a dick or a trans person and thought, oh, that's the same as a cis woman. No. Yeah. What was the first time that <clears throat> you ever saw a trans person? Was it in porn? Was it in real life what was it where was it was it? real life it was it was some bbc um interview thing right oh. i was like i must have been like what fucking this must have been like five years ago perhaps really that is so recent yeah five years ago and i was like like you know it was like, you know when something sparks your curiosity and you're like okay why because she was hot yeah so you're like this is a trans woman right let me go and see what more there is about this you know trans movement or if movement's the right word, I'm not too sure, right? But you know, trans people in general, like let's see what, what what there is like to see. And then you you start talking to someone and then you realise there's no difference and then you just you just click, right? Right, right. Yeah, so it's, it's it's a very organic, natural way of And how would you go about finding trans so how did you go from seeing Did I say your name? No. Oh <clears throat> um how did you go from seeing bad bad bitch on the BBC to then finding a trans woman online and talking to her? It's what? the algorithm. What on <laughs> social media? It's the algorithm. Like no, it's like you, you 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 search a few things and then you sort of you know. So what was it? Apps, websites. Yeah, probably apps, websites, the whole sort. Not websites, but apps. Probably like Instagram was probably a big thing. You know, you sort of, you start looking for people who are similar mm-hmm. and then you talk to someone and then that's sort of like your gateway or your your sort of passage into this new world which you haven't seen before, right? Because I'm always just interested in like, okay, so these straight men or these men that suddenly discover trans women, like how do you go about finding a trans woman to talk to? Like what, what do you do? do? Is it apps? Is it specific dating apps? Is it like you said you're going on Instagram? Like, what are you even typing in on Instagram to find that? Like, no. it's just, I just find it so random. You're not you're not typing anything in. Is that you you've seen a trans woman somewhere on an interview or something on TV? You search their name. Okay. Right? And then obviously now Instagram suggests you other people that are similar. Right. And then you start looking. You start right. Who are they following? Or, or you know, someone's followed me. Right. Hang on. Let me see who this is. Right. And then you just naturally, it's very organic. It's not like. It's not like you fucking wake up one morning and say, right, I'm going to search trans porn on the internet, right? Mm. And then you see something like, oh, I like this. No, it's not like that. It's very organic. Uh, well, for me anyway, I'm not sure about other people, but in my situation, it, it, yeah, it's just mm. natural. It's like, it happens, okay. right? Cute. That's hot. And, um, and so how long, how long were you like, because I presume the first time you linked a trans woman was not to go on a date, right? No, it was. Yeah, yeah, of course it was. 
Really? Look, you're giving me a dirty look now, but the truth is it was. Because I'm tired of cappers on this I'm not a cappa. fucking podcast. You know I'm not a fucking cappa. You know that. Okay, I do. I do believe that you're not a kappa, but I. But so you're telling me the first time you ever linked a trans woman was you took her out on a date immediately. All right, all right. Let let me ask you the same question, but in a different way, right? From my mm-hmm. perspective, or mm-hmm. from another perspective, right? You're saying that if I if I wasn't looking to date that person, so I'm looking to fuck them, right? Yes or no? Yeah. Right. So you now you've got to think about this, right? If you're a you know a so-called straight guy who's never done anything with a trans or whatever, right? Would you think that the first time you meet a trans person, you want to fuck them and try something that you've never done before in your life? Would you not rather get to know them first, speak to them, get see see what they're like, and then if anything happens after that, you're like, all right, cool, let's try these. I would personally prefer that, absolutely. But yeah. just it seems like ninety nine point nine percent of the men in London and just in the world. Um, just want to experiment with us behind closed doors. Before... But you're forgetting about the other 0.1%. Who are a bit different. Okay. Yeah. There's two sides to every coin. And you know what? I actually don't not believe you because me and you did not meet before you took me out for a day. Exactly. That was the first time we met. Um. So I don't not believe you. I don't not believe you. I'm just kind of in shock. No, listen, you asked me. The woman was too stunned to speak because you don't understand how trash these guys move. Bruv, listen, I'll tell you something right now. Yeah, People tell me men are trash, men are trash. I say, listen, right? You can't generalize all men and say, right, they're all fucking trash. Right? Because there is, uh, fine, I'll be honest, right? I've got mates and cousins who are are fucking trash, right? But 95% of men are trash. What about the other 5%? So you're the five, you're in the 5% that's not trash. I'm not saying I'm not trash. That's for you to decide or for the viewer or whatever to decide. Right? I'm just saying that mm. 95% have got a certain way of thinking, right? Certain values and principles, right? And the other five have got a different way of thinking. Okay, so you heard it here first, guys. It's different. They like all the other guys. Boom. But you know why I'm really laughing and smiling and giggling right now? Because this is a perfect segue into the fuck up. Oh, no. Fuck me. So, let me paint you guys a picture. We are, I don't know, actually. I think this was 2020. This was last year, right? I know, I know when it was because it was, it, was yeah, it was a sports event, wasn't it? It was a sports event. Mr. Nice Guy, Mr. Different, Mr. Not Like the Rest. Mr. 5%. Mr. 5% calls not just, I need you lot to understand. He did not call just any bitch, okay? He called me. Let me say one thing here quickly. Yeah. He called Maya motherfucking Memmy. Listen, 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 right? Hold your horses. And let me say one thing. Five minutes ago, you said that I was swimming in pussy because of this interview, right? <laughs> and I feel like because of what you're about to say, I'm going to fucking lose all that credibility based on this story. <laughs> so just be careful what you say. Think about me for a minute, right? Jeevan, let me tell you something. What we're not here to do is give false pretenses no of course i want you to be swimming in pussy after this interview but i want you to be swimming in pussy that is attached to people who know the full tea okay 100 they need they need to they need to know what they're getting themselves into but also all that i'm i'm actually just joking i think you're a great guy we're, we're still friends to this day because i think you're a great guy and 
I and I, I'm really excited to get into this because I think it, I'm really interested to get into it. Secondly, um, women love trash men. So honestly, if you're too perfect, you probably take home less pussy. But now that we're also revealing a little bit of a prick side, <laughs> you might even get a bit more pussy, hun. Unfortunately, Ooh. that is the way the world works. We are a little bit dumb. But anyway, as I was saying, Mr. 5% calls me after a sporting event and what time was it probably not even that late it must have been about half 10 mm. he is fucking waved very very drunk you were burst like i could even tell over the phone and you call me and was it on loudspeaker no yeah of course not i feel like i was on loudspeaker because i could hear your friend very clearly maybe maybe for like a little bit, but not for the whole call, no. Right, so that's, I was in and out of loudspeaker. And Jeevan says to me, oh, um, Jeevan says to me, all right, all right, Maya, Maya. That's not how I sound, by the way. Maya, Maya. Yeah, this isn't how he sounds. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> Maya, what? Yeah, what are you saying? What are you saying, Maya? What are you saying? I'm like, Jeevan, hey Jeeves, what's good? Like, it's, what you, what's good? You alright? What's going on? Yeah, Maya, let me tell you what's going to what's gonna fucking happen, yeah? No, Maya, listen to me, yeah? I'm going to tell you right now what's going to happen. Me, I'm, me and my mate, yeah? I'm with my mate right now, yeah? He's a good looking, he's a good looking lad. We'll FaceTime, yeah? Listen, we're going to get a bottle. We're going to get a bottle. And we're going to fucking come over to your ass and we're going to have a good time, all right? No, listen, I didn't say it like that. What that, I said, so no, how did you say, how no, did you say it? If you've got a recording with a call, I don't think so, right? So, it's your word against mine. Now, what I said was, I said, listen, I'm with a friend of mine, good guy. Let's get a bottle, right? Let's get a bottle, come over, chill a little bit. What I mean by that is watch a film or whatever, have a good time. Now you can you can sort of you know what a good time means to you. That's your fucking personal problem, right? But, but you mean... was also saying let's FaceTime. Yeah, because I want you, I want you to see my mate. But do you not see how there is how to me there is very little doubt in my mind that you were trying to run a train on me. And also, for the record, right? For the record, alcohol. Like choo choo. Yeah, no, of course. Listen, alcohol does... Chew, chew your fucking dick off yeah, is what yeah, the well, fuck I, I fuck, would have done. Yeah, you probably would, you, you fucking... Right. It's Anyways. what I really felt like doing. Yeah, of course. And not in a good way. Right. Anyways, listen, right? some people might like that. Right, anyways, right? <laughs> um, listen, alcohol does change you, right? Alcohol does make you say things you wouldn't normally say. So that's obviously, like, keep that in mind. But listen... <laughs> so is that is that you admitting... No! ...what you said? <laughs> no, of course not. What I'm saying is, is that maybe I would have said the same thing just maybe not in that way is what I'm trying to say. Because mm. of alcohol. That's all. But listen, who cares? Fuck it, right? You know, <laughs> you, know, uh, you know, I said, listen, I'm with a mate. He's a good looking guy. I'm fairly decent. I fucking hope, right? You know, have a good time and chill. But I did also say, by so the how way. Does that, so how does that not mean, how no, does that not mean you're proposing a threesome, bro? Because, I don't get it. No, because you're missing the main bit, right? You're, you're forgetting to tell the viewers that I actually said, bring a friend as well. You forgot that bit. You never said that. Of course I did. Of course I fucking did. 
Either you've got short-term memory loss, right? Or I'm I, or I'm a liar. One of those. Jeez, I'm going to dash this microphone at you because you never said that. I, did, I swear I did. I swear. I was like, listen, you know, if bring a friend or whatever if you have one. If you don't, fair play. We just have a drink and chill. Genuine. Regardless. However, <laughs> however, right? I do know how it might come across the wrong way. Right. And and you lost yourself the baddest bitch. Yep. Fair play. Um, because after that, that is when I think I ghosted you for three <laughs> three months. And I just stopped talking to you, point blank period. And it completely changed my perception of you. From then on, I just thought you were a bander, like proper. Mm. Fair enough. And, and, and I understand why you might think like that. Because if someone calls you and says all that, and if you perceive it the wrong way, then you are justified to have those opinions of someone. But I feel like I would feel better <clears throat> if you would have called me the next day and said, babe, I'm so sorry. I was really, really drunk. Yeah, I was on some dumb, super drunk, like, let's have a threesome shit. But I was just, I don't know what I was thinking. Jokes let's... aside though, yeah. You would have done it as well, wouldn't you? Babe. Jokes as fucking side. Jokes aside, absolutely fucking not. Bollocks. No, I'm joking. I believe you. Because we're not cappers, right? So I believe you. We're not cappers. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm not saying I'm opposed to a threesome. That's not what I'm saying. But at that point, I really was into you as a potential bae. Like, I really thought of you as a prospect, you mm. know? Because you stole my little heart by taking me out and saying that I look like Snoochie Shy. So, I never would. Like, that's not what I was trying to do. I wasn't trying to fuck you and your friend. I didn't want you to come over and share me. Yeah, no, no, of course. Yeah, I see that now, don't I? Do you know what I mean? So, it broke my little heart. I know, fair enough. So, do you apologise? I apologise if, yeah. Oh, yeah, I do apologise, yeah. So, you admit I don't admit, but I apologise for how you feel. Right, we're going to need to do a little poll. People, hashtag SNC by Maya on Twitter. And let me know, do we think that was trying to propose a threesome? Or do we believe his little, it was a miscommunication story? Listen, of course they're going to say yes. No, right? they're not, baby. I get not. a lot of people on this podcast that... Wait, did I just call you? Did I just call you your name again? Well, you're gonna have to cut it, wouldn't you? But I can't. Keep I can't remember, can I? Mate, do you know what, guys? I think I might have said Jeevan's real name so much during this podcast that potentially it's gonna have to have a beep sound every time I say it, and you lot are just gonna have to get oh, <laughs> get used to it. I'm so sorry. I'm not gonna lie, yeah. I was actually contemplating coming here with fucking sunglasses and a mask, right? <laughs> Because I knew you'd fuck up, right? And say my name, say my address or whatever. Or like, fuck it, I'm going to come here. Sunglasses and a mask. No one will fucking know who I am. Um, but listen, and, like, you know what, yeah? It's not being video recorded, so that makes yeah. no sense. Yeah, listen, really... yeah, I'm not going to lie. I've spoken to Maya about this before, and I was like, fuck it. There's no real point in being anonymous. Like, if people know, people know, innit? It's not like I'm ashamed of it. It's not something to be ashamed of. It's not like, you know, you're cheating on your wife with a, you know, a younger, whatever it is, right? You know, you know, you know what I mean, right? That was you're, so you're, specific. I love that. No, I'm saying you're like you're 50. You have got a wife. You have got two kids in there, and you're cheating on your younger secretary at work. It's mm. not like that. It's not like a dirty little secret. No, that's fucking true. That's so true. I mean, listen, your voice is so hot. 
So yeah, but the viewers ain't gonna know that, are they? Because it's gonna be in the hearts. But this is what I mean. Like, if you wanna, go, if you decide that actually you're like, fuck it, f- fuck it, fuck it, I'll fucking fucking do it. I can't it's even not, do your not voice. Not your I can't even do it. But if you decide that you don't want to be anonymous, honey, you don't. I can facilitate that. I can facilitate that. And honestly, I think again the pussy levels will go up oh, because listen, your voice. Listen, I'll think about that after. Your voice is one thing that got me. But how though? Because we never spoke on the phone. No, because you used to voice note me. Did I? Yeah, on Instagram. That's because I know. Because you slid into my DMs on Instagram. Bollocks. That's how. That's how this all happened. And so I'm interested to know: Would you describe yourself as DL or as Marcus from? Well, I guess you'll hear it when it comes out. But the first episode says you prefers the term low-key. Like, would you describe yourself as DL, low-key? I guess what I'm asking you is, are you openly dating trans women? Does everybody in your life know? Or is it kind of... I know you said... Is is it... Yeah. Who knows? Right. Down low is a word I don't like. Because it, it, down low sort of implies that you're fucking... You're hiding from something. You know? You're trying to keep it on the down low. You're trying to keep it on the low-key. Like, you're trying to hide from someone or hide something away mate if I was trying to hide something I wouldn't take like trans women out on dates I'd say yeah yeah come on I'll pick you up let's go for a drive or something and then come back to mine after so so I I don't like that term down low am I down low no I don't think so because if like say for example like essentially if I was with a trans woman right and somebody from work sees me and they ask me who you with I said yeah she's trans Okay. I wouldn't fucking hide it. Like, it's not like I'd go out of my way to tell people that I'm sort of that way. Yeah. But if it were to come to that, and if if a family member or a cousin sees me, like, you know, I'm not gonna fucking hide from it. Yeah. Run away from it, you know. I hear that. So um, yeah, not down low, no. Okay, interesting. So you don't. Okay, that's nice. But but as of now, I'm interested to know how many people in your life know. Um, yeah, a few, but like, but obviously one person. How like, many? One. So one person in your whole entire life knows that you like trans women. I yeah. mean, that's cool. That's a lot more yeah. than some, a no, lot no, of yeah, guys. Of course, yeah, one. But that's also because he likes them as well. So it's a common neutral sort. Okay, and is this is this the person that you're proposing to have a threesome with? Maybe with me with maybe. Okay. okay. First of all, I wasn't proposing to have a threesome, so you've just misphrased the whole question. But yes, the same <laughs> Okay. I mean, honestly, we're gonna have to agree to disagree on that one, Jeeves. Mm. We're gonna have to do, agree to disagree on that one. I'll be so raw because I still feel like anyway. Anywho, okay, cool. So that's really interesting. How did you and this this friend of yours come to find out that you were both into trans women? I suppose we're just like open about everything. So I, I don't know. He was like, he told me a story once about something that he obviously experienced, right? And um, I was like, yeah, fuck it. I've done the same thing. Okay. And then, <laughs> and then from then we're like, oh, cool. So you're the same. I'm the same. So we just fucking talk about it from there. And you're like, yeah, that's it really. That's beautiful. Um, that's beautiful because honestly, so many people don't even have that. And do, do, like, do you take comfort in that? Having somebody that you're close to that you can actually be open no, with about Not it? really comfort. It's more like, you know, finding, it's like finding a friend who's got a similar interest, right? It's the yeah. same thing. Like you find someone who likes the same sport that you like. Yeah. You talk about it, right? But but no, it is nice to, to have someone to talk to that about things that you wouldn't normally 
talk to. Right, talk because about. there must be loads of people then. If, there, if there's only one person in your whole life that you're talking to about it, then that must mean that everybody else, or for the most part, you don't feel comfortable sharing that with. It's not about it's not about feeling comfortable. It's more about if it comes in conversation, then yes, I'll say it. But it hasn't, so it's not relevant. But I don't know. But but I think it. But I think it is. It must also be a little bit about feeling comfortable, because it has to come up. Like it just. If 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 it was something that you were fully comfortable with, then for sure there'd be no reason why you wouldn't be like to your ma- bo- be like to your boys. Ah, oh, boys, have any of you ever looked at a trans woman? Or ah, oh, do you know like trans woman? Or ah. Oh, what about this trans girl? Like, do you know what I mean? That that is, you can't sit there and tell me that there isn't an element of intention behind the fact that there is only one person in your life that knows you are into trans women. Yeah, but that's because I know that he's also into trans women. And like, yes, look, mate, I know what you, the, the point is, is that yes, certain people, if you tell them this sort of stuff, right, they look at you a certain way. Mm. And they might, you know, they might have certain, I don't know, images of you of like, you know, sort of, I don't know, misconceptions of what you are as a person because you've said a certain thing. So, of course, you've got to be careful of that. You can't just tell everyone like this is what I do. Because like, not everyone's mature enough, right, to sort of accept or understand what exactly this is, right? It's not fucking a certain fixed, old-school, traditional way of thinking like you are a certain way because you like this, right? It's not like that. It's very fucking fluid. Do you know what I mean? It's very fluid, like, mm-hmm. you know... Like the way I see it is like gender itself is a spectrum. You know what I mean? So like you can't look at one thing and say, Yeah, I am this label because I like that. Mm. But a lot of people will look at it this way and say, Yeah, because you like this, you are that label. And then it's like everything about you will change, like how they see you, everything's gonna change because of one little thing you told them. So you have to be careful. I'm not saying it's because I'm scared of telling them or I'm not comfortable in saying that. It's just cause like people aren't educated enough to look at that and say, actually, this is what it actually is, right? They just make their own little fucking conclusions in their head. Right, I hear it. I hear it. But still, I totally hear that and I totally get it. Don't get me wrong. I totally get it. And I, and I hope you know that I'm not in any of this criticising you because that's not the point of this. Yeah, yeah, of course. You know, I'm not here to criticise. I'm not here to be like, you need to come out right now because it's, you know. I, come I out care. for what though is what I'm saying, right? But, but I tell you for what. It's not going to get easier for us, for me as a trans woman. I don't think it's going to get much easier for me, especially as a trans woman that that likes women, but also just as a trans woman that's living in a patriarchal society that's ran by men. It's not going to get easier until men start to talk about how much they actually value us. Mm. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? Because right now the world treats us like we're worth nothing. And I think that's because that is a narrative that's been perpetuated by the men, that by the people that are controlling everything, which is men, like, you know? Even right now, look at the World Cup. Right. The Football World Cup. Like, you can't, you're talking about a country where you can't even, I don't know, you can't even express your opinion about a certain way of life yeah. without being sent to jail for 10 years. Yeah. You know what I mean? So there are places where you can't, be as free as you want to but then at the same time you've got to, you've got to understand that but I, like, you, you know you're saying this here like you you know it's not gonna get easier for us right but i say this look at the trans movement 10 years ago and look where it is now but i say this you can't say that 
What? As in, you can't tell me, oh, shit is not that bad for you. I'm not saying it's not bad for you. What I'm saying is that if you look at how, you know, 10 years ago, all this, all this, like this trends and this, you know, all this, this, the whole movement was very much under, undercover. Like you couldn't openly talk about these things. You wouldn't see any shit about it on TV, nothing online, nothing, right? It's just all very, very much like secretive. You can't talk about it. You're not allowed to talk about it. Now though, you see it openly everywhere. I'm not saying it's a bad thing. I'm not saying it's a good thing. I'm just saying that factually, you look, there's a documentary about trans women. Right. But, we're, but we're still far away from where we need to be. Probably Trans- far away, but much closer than 10 years ago, right? It's all about progression. Definitely much closer than 10 years ago. There's definitely, definitely been progression and it's definitely sometimes moves faster than I even think or or, or, or thought it would in terms of some, you know, some of the conversations that we're having have seemed to just have appeared, you know, and they're really, mm. and they're really potent and poignant and, and, and turning heads and changing perspectives. But I just feel like, I don't know. I feel like whenever I speak to guys, especially for this podcast, they tell me stuff like, you know, well, I reckon it'll be better in like 20, 30 years. But it's like, cool, that's easy for you, man, to say, but you're saying that to me. So what am I supposed to do? All right, cool. I'll just wait 20, 30 years then, shall I? Until I can live freely, like, do you know what I mean? It's like, it's very, very easy for you guys to say, but I don't think you lot realize how much we're struggling today. No, that's a fair point. Look, and look, and until I until I step in your shoes, right, I can't really comment on what it's like for you, right? Right. And I, I'm not going to comment on what it's like. And I think, you know, you touched on it earlier, and I loved that you said it, that, that I think you said trans, something about trans women being strong or yeah, yeah. brave or something along those lines, but that is the tea and i think a lot of the time the men that date us take that for granted you know like uh, you are out here taking women on dates and that's amazing and i really commend you for that and please don't ever stop because that's what trans women fucking deserve at the very least right but men get so wrapped up in oh how am i gonna feel what 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 are the implications on me if i take a trans woman out on a date bro i promise you you are not the most at-risk person on that date, baby yeah, boy. True, true. You're not, and you're not the person that has to psych themselves up for not, and you're not the most, and you're not the person that's got the hardest deal. I promise you, you're fucking not. So how about we all act like we've got some balls, which we all do. <laughs> <laughs> no comment. At this table, I ain't fucking seen them. No comment. All right, and let's strap them up, and let's fucking go outside and take on the world, like like we're fucking meant to especially you man like what the fuck above again you're generalizing men right no, one I'm, no but I, I am no but i'm not talking about you i'm talking about obviously yeah you're an exception but you've admitted that you're an exception you understand that you are literally like a five percent one percent type of dude yeah but five percent today 10 years ago was one, like fucking half, half a percent i hear that but what you've got to understand is when i say man I'm talking generally. There's always going to be exceptions to the rule, but you do have to understand that generally, your gender is a is a cesspit of fucktards. Probably, yeah. Cool. I'm glad we agree. Probably, yeah. I'm not, <laughs> not going to fucking argue with that, am I? Um, <laughs> no, for real. But, okay, cool. I mean, that's a really interesting perspective. And... So, oh, do you know what? Yeah, fuck all this, isn't it? I've just realised something. What? Post this with my real voice. Why? Because fuck it. Because I've, I've just clocked now. I've spoken over you so much here. 
Like, I've interrupted you for a bit. No, but it's okay because we're using one to do work. No, but I don't care. Fuck it, do it. I don't really care, but fuck it, man. But I'm, I'm pissed now, so you might as well just take it before I change my mind. So, no, you're pissed now, so I'm, I appreciate it, and I'm, and I'm, and I would love to, but I'm going to ask you again when you're sober. <laughs> I'm going to ask you again when you're sober. Yeah, ask me, like, listen. Once I hear it, I'll probably say, "Fuck it, just do it." Because in the, the day, yeah, the whole point of the podcast ultimately is to get people a bit more educated, yeah, to understand a bit of what it's like to be a trans woman, yeah, or a trans man, whatever you know, whatever you are, yeah. for the sake, right, and. If I, f- I feel like if people are going to still talk about the thing, but not not sort of like, you know, have the, f- you know, sort of say, well, actually, I'll talk about it, but I'll also talk about it openly as me, right? Yeah. Then what, you know, I suppose, I suppose there's more impact in saying, right, this is actually me and this is how I speak, right? This is actually my voice. 100%. You know, then if I were to say, actually, yeah, yeah I'll, I'll speak for you, but I'll speak for you behind the cover. I mean, Jeevan, <laughs> whatever your name is, Oh, I don't I mean I'm wet right now but <laughs> like <laughs> thanks for letting me know like I said I'm gonna ask you again when you're sober oh I'm sober um right okay well that's hot I mean listen if you if you speak on here about your real with your real voice that really is that really is adding more weight to when you say that you don't consider yourself DL as yeah, well yeah because listen right? if I if I can take a trans bird, a trans woman out on a date, right? Why can't I speak on a podcast and say, "Yeah, this is this way is"? No, I hear that. I do think there's two different things, though, because I do think that this podcast, not to scare you, but it probably is gonna like, yeah, fuck it, get heard by a yeah. lot of people. And what if you, you know you stick to your word? When Let's you say, say hypothetically, in years' time, it blows up and it's on like, then it's got like millions of listens. Yeah, so what? So for, for the rest of your life. People will know. Rest of my life, what? As if I fucking committed a crime. It's not a fucking crime that you're a trans woman. You know what I mean? Like, come on. I mean, Jeevan. Jeevan. Don't even. Oh, whatever. Jeevan, let me tell you something. Your DMs are going to be. <laughs> Woo! Maybe, yeah. Maybe that's the whole point. No, I'm joking. I'm, joking. I'm, I'm joking. screaming. I might even drop that for you, bitches. No, Listen, joking. dolls, get him. Get him. Mm. But um, no, for real. Okay, I mean, beautiful, beautiful. Do you have any questions for me at this point? Like, is there anything about transness, trans women, me specifically, anything that you've wanted to know, wondered? Also, do you want another drink or anything? I want a fucking drink, yeah. All right, let's I'm going to ask a question after that. Let's get a drink first. Sajiva, phones away, please. Sorry. Are there any? Is there any questions that you want to ask me about me, trans people, anything? Yes, actually, I want to know. Yeah, what is it like in a normal day of a trans person, woman, man, whatever? And also, I want to know if you go out to, example, a pub, right, a social setting where there might not be people that are the similar way of thinking of you, right? What are your initial thoughts, right? Sort of like, how would you respond to it? Like, would you walk in, say, fuck it, yeah, I'm going to go in? Or is it a bit different, the way you think? Because of what what you think people might think of you. What's it like? Sorry, 
so I'm just trying to understand the question. So when I walk into a pub, or for example, and it's bare people that are obviously not. Yeah, football's on, for example. Right. Yeah. What would I do? Not what would you do, but like, how? Like, like, do you like? How, like, do you walk in like normal, like as if like normal's in like you think? Yeah, fuck it, it's any or any other setting. Would you approach things a bit differently because of the people that are in there? I mean, I don't see how I could really approach it too differently. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's like by that point, I assume I'm too far from my house to go home and <laughs> like try and look a bit less femme. Yeah, so yeah. it's just like. It, it like no, you just gotta you just gotta go go into spaces with your chest and do stuff with your chest. I'll be so real, like I like that. A lot of the time, sometimes it can be nerve wracking. There's a lot of moments where I walk into a space and I'll feel like very vulnerable because it's hella men or just just lots of straight cis people. Or I, I, that I assume are cis and straight, and um, yeah, you can really, really feel vulnerable and kind of scared, but you just, you just gotta go for it. Like, yeah. you just gotta keep it moving, hold your head up. And um, somebody once said to me, an actual icon in London, actually a trans icon, Miss Lucia Blake, uh, founder of London Trans Pride, and just general fucking scouser mummy milker bad bitch and she once said to me i was i was going to my friend's wedding the next day and i was djing the night before and it was just a really beautiful community moment that will live in my mind forever because i was djing the night before and it's the first time i'd seen lucia i think maybe the first time she'd seen me post transitioning and um yeah she was just like you look so beautiful how are you feeling and i was like oh babe i actually feel really nervous because i'm going to my friend's wedding tomorrow it's like an indian wedding um so you being from the south asian persuasion yourself like you will know that shit am i don't know (laughs) oh yeah i've got a fake name i've got a fake voice i might as well have a fucking fake ethnicity yeah that's true you could be hispanic come on yeah come on latino um but yeah basically and she was like look babe what you've got to remember is that people will treat you how you present yourself in the room so if you walk in like i'm the baddest bitch in the room i own this room they'll treat you like that they will fucking treat you like that exactly and honestly i used to do that anyway because i think a lot of trans women do that and men don't necessarily articulate it but that's kind of what we have yeah, to do yeah. to survive but from then i've really had that in my mind like as an actual phrase like bitch you know people will treat you how you present so in those situations more time i might even be a bit more confident and a bit more i don't feel like i can go into a space for example like the pub situation that you that you that you said and be a bit more shy or a bit more timid or a bit more introverted i feel like if i'm walking into those situations i have to really put my mask and my yeah, armor yeah, on course. you know whereas i can be in a queer party or a queer rave or a queer venue just be, and just feel like hey i feel quite antisocial today i just want to yeah, yeah of course. you know like i don't want no, i want it doesn't matter if people don't look at me and think oh she's so confident she said yeah, this yeah. she said that like i don't really care 
I'm here just being my authentic self but at places like that sometimes yeah I feel like I have to really present my most confident self in order to try listen and... the truth is yeah if you allow people to take the piss out of you they will right because it's fun right right it's fun you look, you look at someone who's a, they're, they're a bit vulnerable take the piss out of them. it's fun right so people are going to do it it's all about how you present yourself if you say no actually you can't take the piss out of me because I'm self-confident in that then you're fine Right, and that is that is the fucking tea. I mean, have you? I'd like to flip that question over to you. Actually, have you ever been in a situation where maybe you've been with boys or friends and you've seen a trans person or a queer person and they've made a comment and you've been like, "No, ah, not really," because I, in that situation, I've never found myself in that situation. Right. So I can't say. But hypothetically, if I, you know, if someone said something, would I say something? Most probably, I, I probably would. Right. Depends what they said, though. Right. Yeah. Right. You know, and you're probably not going to say, "Oh, leave her alone, man." I'd fuck her. Well, I'll probably tell fuck her, but leave her alone. Maybe not. Yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. But this is what I'm touching on, though. Like the thing is, because I get that you don't describe yourself as DL and stuff, but there is intention in the. There has to be some level of intention in the way that only one person knows that you're into trans women. You know, so I guess on. I look forward to a day where that doesn't even have to be the case. You know. Yeah, yeah, of course, yeah, I get you, yeah. But then, like, you got to think about it. It's not, it's not because of I want to look at it a certain way. It's because of just like the general population as a whole, right? Isn't no, really of educated course, about yeah. That. And uh, you know, if they're if they're thinking a certain way, then I have to act on that. But I guess this is where one of the power imbalances is as well, is because men that are into trans women, you guys can choose who to tell, who not to tell. Mm. But if you're trans... You can't hide it. You really, more time, cannot hide it. Even yeah. before you come out, you can't fucking hide it. I yeah. spent my whole life being called a girl until yeah. I finally said, fine, I'm a girl. Yeah. You know what I mean? But even until that day, I was constantly told, you're a girl, you're a girl, you're a girl, yeah. you ain't a boy. So, all right, cool. Question number two then, because now, based mm. on what you said now, when did you know I don't... I'm, I'm, I'm in a... In a in a in a male body, right at yeah. the time, but I don't actually feel like I'm a male, or I don't feel like I fit in. Like, like is that like something like really young, or is it something a bit older? Because like, like I don't know. So when I was really young, I don't know that I felt I was. I don't think I've ever felt that like oh I'm in the wrong body. Yeah. Don't get me wrong, I've always just felt like people were not letting me be who I naturally was you know yeah. so I guess from a very young age my early ever experiences of life are feelings of panic and anxiety because somebody has told me you can't walk like that or you need to stop hanging out with girls or hey yeah. take that off your head you can't dance with that on your head yeah. or or my dad you know bless him love him but you know no, no, of him, course, yeah. him walking into rooms and seeing me dancing and stuff to girly songs and just giving me the most like shameful looks. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. those are my early memories of life, you know. So I guess from a very, very, very young age, I've known that. I guess I didn't have the the knowledge or vocabulary to articulate what exactly what what it was, yeah, yeah. but I knew that something about how I naturally am wasn't okay and so i learned from a very early age that i had to go against a lot of my natural ways of being and 
in learning that and in the pursuit of that, you know, I completely lost myself mm. and spent the next 20 odd years being depressed, suicidal, anxious, yeah, yeah, course, and not yeah. really knowing why, because by that point it was so second nature to try and push that part to the back of me, the feminine part to the back of me that I didn't even know that that was an issue anymore. I just thought that was life, you know? And I just thought I was just depressed as a separate mm. thing. It wasn't until later on in my 20s that I was like, okay, things started to add up for me. I guess just being actually exposed to trans people and then developing relationships with trans people and having some of my best friends in the world be trans and finally finding my tribe, I guess I saw myself in everybody around me. And that's when yeah, I finally, yeah, course, yeah. Fi that's when I finally realized that I could potentially, if I wanted to be, I could potentially just let go of all this bullshit and be fully authentic. And when I finally decided to do that, the woman came out Fair and she play. was like, and bitch. Yeah. And I suppose also another one, one thing you ever mentioned, right, is perhaps it might be, I suppose even more difficult doing that process if you come from a certain culture. I'm talking about South Asian. Mm. And I imagine, obviously I wouldn't know, but I imagine that, you know, that's an, another level of sort of hardness that comes with it, right? Yeah. Obviously you can answer that question better than anyone else, right? No, absolutely. Because I'm I'm Punjabi as well. And I'm not only am I Punjabi, I'm like Jamar, like lowest yeah. caste and and my parents were born and raised in Bradford. I was mm. born in Bradford. They were born and raised in a very working class lad culture, toxically masculine environment. Yeah. And um it that really, really had huge impacts on I guess my my experiences as a trans kid more than anything. Yeah. Um because yeah, I was absolutely something that my dad especially like had never even thought was in the realms of possibility especially something in his heart for something in oh, his of household course, yeah, of course. so yeah that shit was like definitely 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 crazy and it's like it's sad to me because actually really and truly, and I've spoken about this in this podcast before, but it's like, that's a product of colonization. The reason that South Asians deem transness so weird and taboo now is because of when the British invader raided. But prior to that, trans people were running the shit. Yeah. Like, yeah. do you know what I mean? We're fully out here. Like, okay, there's still evidence to suggest that we were still somewhat treated I, I read I listened to a podcast recently that said there's evidence to suggest that we were still kind of some on some level second class citizens but still recognised but still recognised completely thing, there was no question about our existence yeah. or identity and um, yeah I feel like that is what's that is, that is that is a really heartbreaking sad thing because now these ideals that our communities are upholding are not even ours mm. but they're so damaging you yeah, know of course they are so yeah, definitely, definitely. And and also I think because I grew up, I grew up in a city. I went from Bradford to Leicester. Mm. <laughs> yeah. I went from Bradistan to fucking the Golden Mile, you know? Yeah, right, yeah. So I've always grown up in environments that have been predominantly brown. like, mm. And obviously 
anybody, I think any queer brown person, any queer black person can can testify to the fact that it's your own that will be the worst to you a lot of the time. It's almost like there's an extra vim. Like when it was South Asian guys, especially Punjabi guys that would clock me, that was it. I would get it so bad from them because it's almost like they took it personally. Like how fucking dare you? Do you know what I mean? So all those things definitely did factor into it and still do. I still have issues with certain members of my family and stuff and it's still a huge, huge, huge culture shock. Yeah, that's that's just part and process of what it is, right? That's just part of the, you know, the system. It is so a part. It's of- like people are gonna people are gonna hate, people are gonna have certain opinions, and you can't change that. You know, it's not your business to sort of say no. You got to think a certain way. If they don't like it, fuck them. Absolutely, right? and and my thing is like, if they don't like it, fuck them. Exactly that. At the end of the day, I can't put a price on my my authentic happiness. Yeah. And going back to what I was like prior to transitioning when I basically just wanted to die every day. It's yeah, like, why would I ever go back to that? There's no human being on this earth that could be worth that. Yeah, Do you know what I mean? Bruv, you know one thing I can't really, like, it's hard for me to comprehend, and it's not, this is just in general, right? It's not even about trans or straight or whatever. It, it, uh, it's about, you know, to actually think, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take my own life. Yeah, bruv, in any situation, if you're, whatever you're going through, that's a massive thing. Like for you to say, I'm gonna take my own life, right? You must have gone through some mad shit for you to say, I'm gonna do that. So I wanna, like, sort of, I, I do feel bad, like, that so many trans people, like, feel like I'm not, whatever it is, I'm not accepted or I don't fit in or whatever, right? But I've now got to take my own life. I feel that's, that's just, that's just bollocks. It's fucked, but, and, and, and I, I actually spoke about this with one of the other guys. I don't know if I articulated it the best actually now is a good opportunity but i think it's easy to imagine how you can get to that point if you put yourself in these shoes yeah imagine you as a masculine centered person very Mm. clearly a man right from the minute you started to walk and talk from when you were a toddler your mum and dad were telling you hey you can't talk and walk like that you've got to talk and walk more feminine And so you've now grown up. The way you naturally... Nobody could probably make you speak feminine. You're naturally so masculine, yeah? It's like... If you... If people started forcing you to speak in a feminine way... Forcing you to put on dresses... And go outside every single day of your life... Mm. You can't go to the shop without putting on a dress. You can't go to the to a family function without putting on a dress. I do understand, right? Because now what you're saying is that essentially... For your whole life, you are a certain way um, naturally, but then everyone, people that you love, people in your family, people you don't fucking know, everyone say, no, you can't do that. See how I talk now. I wasn't allowed to talk like this. Yeah. Anytime that I even opened my mouth to say a sentence, mm. people were like, oh, watch how you, oh, you Tra- said that a bit camp. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like imagine yeah. every time, you talk so masculine. Imagine every time you spoke, I said, you didn't say that feminine enough. Say yeah, it more yeah, feminine. Yeah, yeah. And really shame the shit out of you for it. And now you've grown up your whole life thinking that you're doing something Listen, wrong. Listen, don't, don't think, right, for one minute that I ever undermine how hard it is to come out as a trans person. Because it ain't fucking easy. Like, what you're saying right now, if you ask 99% of men, cis men, right, and you're like, listen, if I ask you to go out and dress like a woman, mm. or if I force you, I didn't even ask you, I'm, I'm saying, no, you can't speak like this, you can't walk like that. You can't talk like this. You've got to dress like this, right? Mm. How many guys do you think are going to fucking tell you, actually, yeah, it's fine, I'll do it? 
No one. Mm-hmm. No one fucking will. So why right. so if, if if cis men can't do it, right? Then why should we expect, you know, trans people exactly, to do it? Right, exactly. Exactly. So I think that is where mental health comes in. That is why part of the reason that suicide rates are so high, part of the reason that the life expectancy is so low because yeah, it's fucking hell on You were earth. saying 29, 20-30-something, you said. Honestly, our life expectancy rate is just low, but there isn't... I mean, years ago, there was like a number of people were saying 35, but that's been debunked now. The real the real truth of the matter is g it's, it's young, yeah. It's young, but also there's been <laughs> zero to no research on trans people mm. for so many years that it's hard to really have quantifiable data about us because we're just some somebody that... A mythical fucking creature that well, you never people, fucking see, right? Yeah, like well, I and also like people, like people didn't even care to to do these things and to do research and to invest time and resources into into discovering ways about uh, things about us and ways that our lives could be fucking easier, you know. Up until recently, where now some amazing studies are being happening and have been happening, but honestly, it's been very, very, very scarce before mm. that. What would you say to men out there that genuinely like trans women, you know, but are just too scared to take it out of the house? I'll tell you what, yeah. Here's what I'd say. I'd say two things, yeah. First of all, live your fucking life, right? You could die tomorrow. You know, fuck it. Live it. Enjoy it. How you are, enjoy it and just make it a thing. Don't be a prick, right? First of all. Secondly, I'd just say, listen, there's a lot more people out there than you might actually think, like, who are into things that you may not assume at first sight, you know? So fucking speak to your mate and ask him, be a bit open about things, and you might actually realise that, hang about, he likes the same things that I'm sort of into. Right. You know, like, you know, fuck it, you probably will know more about this than I do, right? That people are more sort of secretive about their personal lives. But when you get to know someone, you realise actually there's more dimensions to it. Oh, absolutely. I've defo seen friends from the same friendship group, the same gangs, yeah. ops. But but <laughs> but what's funny, right, is that you know that they're like that, but they themselves don't fucking know that their friends are... No, exactly. You know I mean? There's so, actually been a very specific situation where like... Go on, spill the tea, babe. Not best, fr- not like best friends or anything, but do you know like in a, in a group, like yeah. if, a, if a group of guys go on a big lads holiday... They'll, they'll both be on it right like they would both be on it like that type of wide net group i've seen guys that are friends with some of my girls but obviously like the girls have no clue that that's what the guys are on like or potentially fucked with these girls i don't know but it's like i'm looking on your profile and it's hella mutuals and i know that none of these mutuals know that me and you are talking <laughs> do you know what i mean so it's a lot of that it's a lot of it. Fair enough, fair enough. So I think, yeah, the men should listen to your advice, 100%. But it's just straight advice. I'm just saying how it is. Do you know what I mean? Like, fucking be yourself, be open. And don't be ashamed of yourself, really. And how do you feel about this statement? Because I say this to people a lot, and I always want to know, like, how how you guys specifically feel about it. I genuinely believe that if you're a guy that likes femininity, if you like women, period there's going to be some trans women that you like, whether you know that yet or not. I will answer your question with another question, right? Yeah. 
if you you can show a trans woman right to a to a cis man a picture of a trans woman for example right and you can ask that 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 guy you can say is that a cis woman or a trans woman and they will not tell you they, they can't answer the fucking question so if you can be attracted to cis women of course you can right because you can't tell the fucking difference but do you think in most cases absolutely i 100 agree with you but do you also think that once they find out that this woman you show them a picture now you ask them what do you think they've said fucking 12 out of 10 that's that's my type cool you tell that tell them now she's trans it's just someone can fuck a cis man mm. it's not about what's what you've got down there it's about right. the mindset the energy do you know what i mean right. like losing control that's what it's about right because you can have a pussy and you could be fucking the guy yeah of course you can like that's how that is the fucking tea. Oh my gosh, Jesus. Hashtag, that... hashtag. What, what's that? What you said? SNC by Maya. Hashtag SNC by Maya. You can have a pussy and still fuck a man. Period. Period. You can fuck him out, baby. I know a lot of my cis women, my cis queens hang, hang up, hang up, are hang tiring up. their men out. Not me, right? But oh. <laughs> perhaps, yeah, maybe someone, just, you know, not me, right? No, for Jokes. real, but I think that is a beautiful beautiful point because i think about that a lot and i try and articulate that a lot is that i really really don't think that it is i think if you're attracted to somebody you're attracted to somebody and if yeah, you really course. and if you really let yourself you're gonna have fun and enjoy their body with whatever they've got down there yeah. you're gonna find a way but on that note jeevan almost got to call you again i mean this has been such a fun beautiful honest open lovely conversation and i genuinely think that you are genuinely like a really 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 stand-up fucking guy and i really really respect you and i'm so so happy you came on here and and yeah just big up to you every time every single fucking time what a guy what a guy. Listen, fuck all that, right? If any of you ladies or lads want a fucking <laughs> part two of this podcast, yeah, fucking, what's it, SNC? Hashtag SNC, Jeeve. Boom. I'll SNC by Maya. SNC by Maya, all that bollocks. Hashtag SNC by Maya, Jeeve, right? Yeah. And I'll be back in the jiffy. All right. Oh, Jeeve wants to come on for part two. You lot let me know yeah, if you want him back for part two and if you want him back for part two. And is there anything you want to leave the audience with? Any last words? Any last thing you just you just want them to get from it? Yeah, fuck it. Listen, be yourself. Be straight. Don't think about what people think about you, right? That's not your fucking problem. That's their problem. And that's it, really. Just fucking live life because you might, you might not be here tomorrow. You know? Yeah. Ciao. That is it. We are done. Straight no chaser. By no, my wait, wait, wait. literally straight no fucking chaser. Straight literally. No, no, literally. He's been <sighs> sipping Vossi from a fucking. It's not a teacup, but that is a song. Vossi from a teacup. Anyway, that's what he's been doing. It's lit. I dread to think what's gonna happen now that the mic is off. Honestly. Uh -uh. <laughs> right. Recording finished. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Why, there it is, gang. There it is. Episode three is a wrap. 
What a fucking lad. And I mean, I never, ever, 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 ever say that in a complimentary way, but I really mean it in the best fucking, most beautiful way possible. That guy is a gem. Love him, love him, love him. But enough about what I feel about him. How did you guys feel about him? Let me know, let me know, let me know. Let me know. You can... Hashtag SNC by Maya on Twitter, please, guys. Hashtag. I've had one person use the hashtag. I know some of you bitches are on Twitter. It's a scary place. I, <laughs> as you may or may not know, have been the subject of a couple um, Twitter hate trains. And they honestly ran me off um, Twitter for a little while. But I'm back, so I need you guys to come and support me in that before they come and get me again. So use the hashtag, please. Failing that, you know you can also email me at sncbymaya at gmail.com and you can also hit me up on socials at sncbymaya, Maya spelled M-Y-A. And if you want to hit up my personal socials, that's Maya Memi, M-Y-A, M-E-E. How do I spell my name? How how have I not got any cleverer from stopping smoking weed? That's what the fuck I want to know. Maybe it takes longer than <laughs> 11 days, bitch. Maybe. But um, hey, it's Maya Memi, M-Y-A-M-E-H-M-I. And on Instagram, I think there's an underscore after that too. So please hit me up and let me know what you thought about our boy Jeeves. Did you love him? Did you hate him? Are you lukewarm? I have a feeling that a lot of you are going to want to marry him after this episode and I don't fucking blame you at all. At all. Go forth and get them proposals, my friend. Go forth. But yeah, I think I'm going to leave it there. I'm going to leave it there. Do you know, I've just thought as well, whilst recording these intros and outros, my music i'm really trying to go for mysterious bitch vibes i'm gonna have to readjust that because how can i be a mysterious bitch i chat so much shit it's really giving stream of consciousness like are you really are you really wanting to say this to all the people that listen but um you know too late to turn back now i'm too much of a lazy bitch to edit and record myself re-record myself with these intros and outros so here we go please guys when the music does come out just separate Maya Memi the artist from Maya Memi the big mouth and maybe you'll buy in to the mysterious girl vibe I'm trying to create lol yeah that's it next time I release the episode you will have heard my music so that's exciting and i will be back i'm still in two minds about which conversation i've only got two pre-recorded conversations left and then we're going to be recording new fresh ones and i'm in two minds about which one i want to release first but 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 it will come it will come and it will come in its own time because I'm doing a fucking lot but it will come sooner rather than later I promise you in the meantime please hit me up hit me up hit me up 
hashtag 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 follow 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 share 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 and always 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 practice safe sex please these streets are cold these streets are cold and dangerous <coughs> these streets are cold and dangerous and yes an sti might warm you up but not in the ways you want honestly it's more of a burning than a warming so yeah bye